0: Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck and You're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. Buried beneath the streets of Montreal and peeking out at appropriate points throughout the city exists a collection of mid-century architectural marvels. The state-of-the-art metro stations in Quebec's largest city, didn't only impress design critics when it was first introduced back in 1966 though, their trains innovated on the engineering side of the tracks too. To tell us more, Hester Underhill brings us this tall story.
1: On the 14th of October, 1966, thousands gathered at Montreal's Berry de Montigny station to witness the opening ceremony of the city's new, state-of-the-art subway system. A group of journalists and local dignitaries followed Mayor Jean Drapeau down the station's lengthy escalators, deep into the bowels of the city, where Montreal's Archbishop, Cardinal Leger, blessed the first train to arrive at the platform. While it had only taken five years to build, the project had been decades in the making. The plan to build an underground rail network in the city had been hotly debated since the early 1900s, but two world wars and an economic depression meant the project had been put on the backburners until the 1960s. Toronto, which overtook Montreal as Canada's most populous city in the 1940s, may have beaten Montreal in building the country's first subway over a decade earlier. But Montreal's network boasted high-tech engineering that was unparalleled in North America. Trains ran on rubber tyres, rather than metal wheels, allowing them to quickly accelerate and brake. This meant trains could run closer together, as well as creating quieter journeys without noisy screeching as carriages moved across curves in the track. And by tunnelling underground, instead of digging trenches, as had been done in Toronto, planners were able to leave densely populated inner-city neighbourhoods intact. While many credit Mayor Jean Trapeau with the construction of the metro, the real force behind the project was his right-hand man, Lucien Solnier. As an ardent proponent of freeways, Trapeau was initially reluctant to commit to the metro, but Solnier was a firm believer in underground public transit, particularly in a city where temperatures regularly dropped below minus 10 degrees in winter. To convince Trapeau, Solnier took him to Paris so he could see a rubber-tired metro in action, this experience dramatically changed Trapeau's views and helped him understand that having their own version could establish Montreal as a modern, world-class city. And it wasn't just the technology that Soligny and Trapeau were impressed by. The elegant architecture that differed from station to station, giving each its own distinct character, left a mark on the duo, and they decided to replicate it in their subway plans. While Paris's metro is a feat of Art Nouveau, Montreal's is a mid-century modern time capsule A competition was held among Canadian architects to decide the design of each station, meaning each has their own individual look. But what unites the majority is their heavy use of exposed concrete, showcasing the material's aesthetic and structural potential, and its stark greyness is juxtaposed with brightly coloured geometric tiling and moulded plastic benches. Site-specific artworks were also commissioned to adorn the stations with sculptures, stained glass and murals from the most notable Quebec artists of the day. This investment in contemporary art, it was believed, would not only add a sophisticated touch to the stations that would elevate it against Toronto's utilitarian subway, but be an added attraction that might draw Montrealers in at a time when many of them were still choosing their cars over public transit. And while car may still have been king when the Metro opened in the 1960s, Montreal's ever-growing metro network is today one of North America's busiest rapid transit systems and transports over 650,000 riders around the city each day.
0: You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Hester Underhill and produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers.